one week before we begin to celebrate the birth of Christ, the preparation and advent, uh, we go to his death, um, just exactly um, to the cross and not the manger. And there's a little line in scripture today that just should stick out to all of us uh, as we celebrate this final week of the liturgical year. A little bit of what I, I said last week when I said, what if, if this is the year when he comes in glory? What if is this the year that it's our turn, not just for him to come and for all of us, but individually, if God decides that it's that our place has been prepared and he sends for us to return to the to our citizenship in his kingdom, if he if he chooses for us to pass from this world to the next. Are we prepared? Are we ready for are we expecting eternal life? Are we ready? Have we have had our sins forgiven? Have our um, have we made amends with with others in our life so that we can be one with our God in heaven? And that little line that I, I con- concentrate on this morning is just this: If you are the King of the Jews, then save yourself. Think about that could have done that could have easily done that he could have he could have walked away from all of it you know think about christ in that garden and and he says to 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 his father i'd really like you to take this cup and give it to somebody else i'm really not prepared for this i don't want this but it's your will not mine and even here as you know as they're reviling him twice that question is asked if you are the king of the jews save yourself And it's precisely because he is the king that he doesn't. You know, if if we look at, you know, Jesus as as a king, and look at Jesus as as the center of our lives, he even says himself, I didn't come for me, I came for you. He doesn't save himself because his concern is about saving us. His whole purpose, his whole ministry, his whole life was about us. What can I do for you, he says. How can I heal you? He shows us how he heals us. He brings forgiveness to people's lives. He, he brings life to where there's death. He brings light where there's darkness. He brings hope where there's despair. He brings peace where there's division. And he comes and he offers himself to us. And he shows that in that repentant thief. That one thief reviles him and says, you know, again, you want to save yourself? Come on, help me out here. I I don't want to go through this either. The other one says a simple statement. Today, let me be with you in paradise. And Jesus says, I'll let that happen. I'll bring you. And he says it to us. He offers us more than we're, we're, we're able to accept sometimes. He offers us more than we notice, more than we recognize uh, in, in our own um, pride, our own uh, self-worth, our own uh, self-importance, not self-worth, self-importance. Uh, and, and despite our sinful crimes against humanity, against the Holy Spirit, against the Father, against himself, Christ still offers us the opportunity to join him. You know, he doesn't use this moment for us today as a moment of majesty or, or power. 
But in a very humble way, he, he continues to do what he's done for us and shows us uh, each day of his life, each day we hear these scriptures, that God is a God of mercy. God is a God of love, and that love and that mercy is offered to us. And in his act of generosity, we're able to celebrate Christ as a king, not because of his wealth, because his wealth lies in his love for us. Not because of his authority, his authority, because his authority is exercised through serving those who were considered the least important of all. And he doesn't seek for us as servants to be groveling at his throne for favors, but looks at us as disciples who stand beneath the cross and see in that cross our own destiny and our self-worth in the worth of every human being that we meet. And so today we join the Lord in that service. We join that repentant thief in begging God to be merciful to us.